Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Happy Foot, Sad Foot, your LAFC gateway drug and the only LAFC podcast that is more wrong than it is right. I'm Travis Helwig. I'm Darren Miller. Welcome to our preview of two upcoming LAFC MLS matches. First, the 4th of July El Trafico match versus the Galaxy at the Rose Bowl on Tuesday, followed by San Jose on Saturday, July 8th at BMO Stadium. Both matches start at 7.30 p.m., both are available for free on Apple TV, and we'll be doing a hangover post-game live stream the morning after El Trafico on Wednesday, and back to our regularly scheduled post-game live stream on Saturday. Ten. Well, when is after. the post-game? Hold on, hold on. What time? We did. We we can't not. We can't say we're doing a morning thing and then not oh. say the time here. What are we doing? Well, I I mean, it was left up to it was it was TBD <laughs> last time we talked about. They it, just so. have to they have to open the YouTube and just hope that they see. Oh, I feel like everyone kind of like. Sees the tweet anyway, or whatever. I don't know. Uh, Let's say eleven. How's eleven sound? Can 11 you do eleven? I can right. do eleven. Is earlier better for you? I can do. No, let's do eleven. Let's do. Okay, 11. we'll be doing a hangover post game live stream the morning after El Trafico on Wednesday at eleven a.m. and back to our regularly scheduled post game live stream on Saturday, ten minutes after the final whistle. All at youtube.com slash at happyfootsadfoot. Subscribe now, and you'll get notified when we go live. Also, if you've been enjoying the show and you want to help us keep making it, become a friend of the foot by clicking the Patreon link in the show notes or pick up some Hafo Safo merch by going to happyfootsadfootpod.com. Later in the show, I chat with the English language radio voice of LAFC and club legend, Dave Denholm. You people have been demanding it. We got him, baby. And as always, we're going to talk about all the storylines for the match, make some bets, but you can't just rush into that stuff, Darren. You got to have some foreplay first. It's time for listener-mandated banter. Darren, I thought you did a wonderful job with your preview last week, even though I wasn't here. And I just wanted to say I think you did a fantastic job. Thanks, Travis. I think the holes that were there were the holes that we would expect to be there. It was fun to do it. 
and you are here to plug those holes. <laughs> it's great I, to have you back. There's nothing I love more, Darren, than plugging your holes. And <laughs> Thank that's you so much. <laughs> that's what our relationship's that's all about. So much, and I just way. love my holes being plugged by you. <laughs> yeah, you're a crevice, and I'm uh, yes. the perfectly matched. I don't know how to go. What fills a crevice? You're basically describing the premise of storylines, so I think you're right. <laughs> Darren's a void of knowledge. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Darren, the other thing, the reason we're doing the Hangover live stream, we talked about it on the pre in the post-game show, but we're going to a game together. We haven't gone to a oh, game man, together since I last season. I am so fucking excited. Yeah. What if we hate each I'm other? I'm so amped. <laughs> this is our first time meeting in person. <laughs> We're like, we can't I don't even know what you look blood. like. <laughs> what? I I picked up ice in my mouth. Hold on one truck. <laughs> so you don't get this. You don't get this with other LAFC podcasts. This sort of juice, you know, juice. <laughs> oh, Ugh. speaking of juice, if you're just listening, let me describe Bawanga. Travis's beautiful Boanga Blast t-shirt. We fucking Available we're asking now. people for no. money too often on this show. Let's yeah, start <laughs> Really went from zero to one hundred there on that yeah. one. We did. I'll say we did. Both absolutely have, wonderful. People have been so wonderful. People keep oh buying gosh. merch. People join the Patreon. I can't every believe day. how supportive everyone means. Being. I, thank you world. so much. Yeah, I, you people are awesome, and just genuinely you awesome. I, every time we're in the excuse me, <laughs> friends of the foot. Yeah, I'm talking about you. <laughs> everyone uh, besides Jeff Talk. Uh, we love you. Uh, the, yes, Jeff Talk. Heel of the foot. Heel of the foot. Darren, start the show. This is good. We're fine. Let's do it. <laughs> this is funny because I, we both genuinely had like very unique and interesting things happening to us in our lives this week, and I, we've bantered enough. <laughs> We're not going to get no into it. No one actually cares about us. People don't want to know about us. This is already. They're like, the, who are these people? <laughs> well, not not one listener knows my middle name, Darren. That's something that we have to remember. These people don't know us. Someday I'm just going to say it, and we'll be in a whole new world that we can't escape. You people. <laughs> Feet people. Well, <laughs> whether you're LAFC curious, a casual fan, or starting to spiral beyond casual into an emotionally unhealthy relationship with the team while still hanging on tightly to your relationship with everything else in your life, like a young aspiring actor considering Scientology, you'll need your fix of the richer details beneath the surface that you can cling to throughout the season, but you won't have time to lose your entire sense of purpose mining tweets, blogs, Reddit threads, stats, analysis, no trespassing signs, etc., well, it's an incredible stroke of luck that my friend Travis, the human LAFC crazy wall, is basically the David Miscavige of LAFC. <laughs> he has time for all that and more. Where's Shelly? <laughs> Which I won't dare to ask about, and generously relays his findings to us every week in a segment we call Storylines. Do you think we have any Scientologist listeners? We might have just lost them if we do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's LA. May, we, we might, but it's it, possible. It like, it's possible. They, people don't, it's kind of hidden now when people are. They like, I they're, think that, they're yeah. less proud than they used to be. Yeah, they're more like flaunting the fact that they can do other things. And it's like, we're friends through this other thing, and you wouldn't even know, yeah. which is like, I you know, get good into for you. It. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, if maybe a better David Miscavige. Blood. I mean, that's always been true. <laughs> I think they're <laughs> always interested in that. I think that's maybe a better Miscavige. David Miscavige comp is like John Thorington or something like that. We'll have to yeah, figure it he's out. probably a Scientologist. Uh, <laughs> Darren, it's finally here. <laughs> The day we've been waiting for. It's finally opening day of the MLS season. <laughs> sure, it might be rainy, but we're ready for it. <laughs> Wait. Oh, wow. Hold on. Hold Wrong on. Script. These are my old notes. I got it. Let me, <laughs> let me get them. Darren. Travis has been camping took- out at the Rose Bowl this whole season. <laughs> He's been sleeping there. We're just days away from the only video we've made no longer making sense to people. <laughs> Darren, it only took three months, but the most attended game in the history of MLS is about to be played right down the road from me and you in good old-fashioned Pasadena on the 4th of July. You normally couldn't catch me at the Rose Bowl on the 4th of July, but I will brave the traffic and I will cake on sunscreen until I look like Marlon Wayans in the movie White Chicks because I'll be there, Darren. Wow. what are you most excited about about this game? Is it the lack of shade or is it the waiting two hours to get parking? Ooh, I mean, tough call for sure. The crowds. I mean, probably the overly inflated concession prices. Mm, for I can't the wait for that. Yeah. That'd be a fun, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> back in one of our first episodes of the year, I think it was maybe our first episode ever, we did a deep dive into the history of El Trafico the rivalry, and why anyone who doesn't like the nickname El Trafico is dumb and everyone who likes the nickname is cool and attractive. If you want to listen to that, go back and do so. But today, we'll be just focusing on the week ahead. It certainly will be the most attended game of the season and probably the most emotionally important matchup of the entire regular season, which brings us to our first storyline of the week, which is this, Darren. Who needs it more? Every single time we've played the Galaxy since our team was founded, the Galaxy needed the win more. We have been dominant in our six seasons in the league, and the Galaxy have been in a tailspin since we joined. And the first time we met them in Carson this season, that still was true. They had yet to win a game, and we were absolutely destroying teams left and right. And since that game, things have only gotten worse for the Galaxy. They've hovered around last place in the West with three wins, seven draws, and nine losses. Last time we met them, fans were boycotting the extension of Chris Klein, the former president of the Galaxy, who also played the jock character Oz in the American Pie series. I know you're a big fan. Um, The owners of the Galaxy finally caved to the will of the fans just a few weeks after they paid off the tax bill of the scab supporter group Angel City Brigade, who ended their boycott early so that they could get their tax bill paid off, which is truly unbelievable. And if it was allegedly, 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 allegedly. (laughs) But if this was any other sport in America would be everyone would be making fun of them forever. But because it's MLS, we don't know the truth. And only we can make fun of them forever. (laughs) (laughs) But little has changed for the team despite the fans returning. And worst of all, Chicharito, their starting striker, is out for the rest of the season with a torn ACL. And since the Galaxy are on pace to miss the playoffs, this is and this is technically a home game for them at the Rose Bowl, this is arguably the most important game for them the entire season. However, for the first time ever, 
We might just need it more, Darren. Our team's expectations are much higher than the galaxies, and we have not been living up to those expectations. In fact, this might be the worst we've looked going into a tragical matchup at any point in our history. And as we've covered over and over and over and over and over again, our team is exhausted, having played the most games in the history of the league at this point in the calendar. And boy, do we look like it. Since May 21st, we've had two wins one draw, and eight losses. Truly abysmal shit from a team that came really close to winning the Champions League, Darren. So this isn't just a normal high-stakes rivalry game for us. It is important. But we need a win. And more so, we really can't afford to lose this game. It would be so demoralizing to lose against a terrible Galaxy team at the most attended game in the history of the league. The team needs this, and most of all, Darren, I need this. And so there's no other option but them to grind out and win in the hot sun of Pasadena. Now, as I was prepping for this match, Darren, or this episode, whatever, this is my match. Really, as we say many times, we're athletes. (laughs) Yes, we're exhausted. We're doing different rotations, mm-hmm. you know, just to get guys rest. <laughs> this is certainly the most podcast episodes I've done at this point in my life. Uh, <laughs> well, I hope you had a nice I- vacation. <laughs> Fuck you. No, I mean, like you got your, your, you're ready to go for this game because you, you uh, now I feel bad game. for complaining. You're right. You did. You not only did the writing, but you also did the editing and all that stuff. That wasn't too. meant to be all. a jab at all. That was not meant to be a jab. I, I feel like I get my jabs in whenever on purpose enough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry oh, yeah. that I abandoned you as I was leave. I, <laughs> Come on. As I was prepping. As I was prepping for this episode, Darren, I kept thinking about our win in Carson earlier in the season. But then I remembered we had a much more recent match against the Galaxy during the U.S. Open Cup where they beat our middle school squad two to zero, (laughs) which brings us to our second storyline of the match, Darren, which is this. Will Ricky Pooge get the shit absolutely kicked out of him during this game. I don't know if you remember, Darren, but the Galaxy first team beat our squad of middle schoolers and Ricky Pooge ripped off his jersey in celebration like he was messy. Celebrating so excitedly for a win against our academy players says two things. One, Pooge knows how much this rivalry means. And two, he really does not have a lot to celebrate down there with the Galaxy. But following that celebration, our beautiful old Italian grandfather, Giorgio Chiellini, no, no, is that what, how does he say? Nano, nano, no, no. What's an Italian grandfather? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Not, nano, I nano. Don't, I, uh, nano? I don't yeah, know. Nano. Someone's Italian. <laughs> well, we, we lived in New York, so it's like a broken Italian that we're used to. Yeah. Yeah. Gabagool. Mar- yeah. Our Gabagool, Giorgio Chiellini, <laughs> a man who's known as one of the nicest people on the planet, called Ricky Pooge a payaso, basically to his face. Payaso, as we all now know, if we didn't know before, means clown in Spanish. This led to Pooge posting a clip of him scoring on Chiellini in a friendly back in Europe. My guess is that the team, LAFC, did not really appreciate Mr. Pooge's celebration against what was genuinely a team of 16 and 17 year olds. Darren, do you think either Pooge or Chiellini responds in this game? I think it will start as them intending to respond by just playing their ass off and beating them in the game and just making it a definitive performance. But when that happens, 
anything it could devolve real quick into anything. Yeah. I think it'll be really spicy. I think especially once a team is leading, we could see, I don't think Chiellini is the type of guy who's going to lose his head and like get a red card, but I could see other people. If we're down, I could see other people on our team making their feelings known. Yeah. Yeah. Some people who maybe made their feelings known a little early and won't be there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so they won't be able to do it if they wanted to be them for yellow card accumulation. He loves yeah. yellow card. This is like for for the uninitiated, I would say this is the equivalent of like beaning a hitter in baseball after they hit a home run in, in the first inning and like gloated around the bases and did a little bat flip and yeah. and milked it and then you know they come up again inning four and they get beaned in the shoulder. There's like an unspoken thing in all sports there's like a version of this where it's like you crossed a line so now we're gonna fuck with you <laughs> usually yeah, this it means is, violence <laughs> i'm excited though because we had this latan versus vela thing for a while this feels yeah. like we have a good there's some real bad blood going on which i like there's more blood bad blood than there's been in a while and i'm happy that that's there and that brings us to the next storyline for our rose bowl match which is this in el trafico Literally anything can happen. Sure, we're second in the West and they're second to last place. That never fucking matters. We've been better than the Galaxy every year we've played them, but we still lose to them more often than we win against them. While we're undefeated in playoff El Traficos, our record in regular season El Traficos is not the greatest. In 14 matches, we have three wins, five draws, and six losses. They play every El Trafico, the Galaxy, as if it was the MLS finals, because it is for them. It is always the most important game of the season for them, and it isn't always for us. And they're also coming off of a heartbreaking tie where they thought they had a victory this weekend. Both teams really, really need this game. So it's going to be fucking exciting. And if we've learned anything about Pastel Traficos, it's not. It's that not only can anything happen, but it will never ever be a low scoring affair. The lead is going to change like a hundred times and we're all going to have a collective panic attack in the hot sun of Pasadena, which brings us to the final storyline of the week, Darren, which is this. We also play San Jose this week. Who gives a shit? San Jose was arguably the first game of our, our bad string of games. We really want revenge against them at home, whatever. But honestly, Darren, I don't care. You don't care. We only care about one game this week, and that's in Pasadena in front of 80,000 fans, where we're destined to see a classic, but not a classico Angelino, because that name is upsettingly self-serious and bad. Don't at me. Well, you probably can't at me anymore because Twitter doesn't work, but it's called El Trafico. Stop calling it Classico Angelino. We're we're really trying to make fetch happen as a fan base, and it's embarrassing. Just call it what it's called, guys. (laughs) And lose the cell phones. Come on, right? (laughs) (laughs) Participation trophies, huh? Uh, (laughs) Come on. um, No cell phones. If you're going to be on your cell phone in the 3252, don't talk about it for 15 minutes to a random YouTuber afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) When we come back, we're chatting with the voice of LAFC Radio, Dave Denholm. And we're back. He's the English language radio announcer for LAFC and probably the most requested guest we've had from our listeners. Please welcome to the show, 
the voice of LAFC, Dave Denholm. Dave, thanks so much for being here. Wow, it's an honor. I appreciate it. And I got to say, let me say first and foremost, I love your name. Uh, a lot of people, you know, I'm sure a lot of people do get it, but it's it's almost an inside joke that if you do get it, if you really get it, it's awesome. So the sign, the the graphics for the show, it's perfect. So I thank love you it. so much. That means we had a few people early on tell us the name was bad, and I was like, trust me, I know the name. The podcast might be bad, but the name yeah. is good. I know yeah, the name you, is. Good. If you don't have any idea, just wait a little bit. You'll learn. That's yeah. all. If you don't know what, why this name is so great, you will eventually. Thank you so much, Dave. That means a lot. So people who want to listen to your call of the game, they do it on 710 AM ESPN radio, right? Yeah. And the ESPN LA app, which is actually a good alternative at times, especially there's some days we get bumped for, you know, Lakers basketball or things like that. You know, maybe the Rams on 710 and yeah, the ESPN LA app is very good. They really revamped it recently. And that's a good alternative if you need it as well. That's actually great to know because I've had that happen where I was driving and I wish that that I did not know that. Sure. But do you work for who's who is your master? Do you work for ESPN? Do you work for the club? Who, I, am who, by, I am employed by LAFC, mm-hmm. which is not very uncommon anymore with play by play. That started yeah, it started a little while ago. It's been a long time since that really became kind of what is done essentially. Yeah, but I'm an LAFC employee, although obviously I worked for 710 ESPN. It's just ironic that I worked for them for so long. So people sometimes get that confused, I think, just because <laughs> of my history, you know, and, right. and they're like, oh yeah, you still work for 710? No, not really. But, you know, we're glad that they we're on there. It's a great uh, partnership, certainly. And I love 710 ESPN. I still feel like it's my radio station for working there for almost 10 years in the past and then doing soccer shows for them all, you know, World Cup shows and everything else. I did soccer weekly on there. So I still feel a real kinship with them, but I am yeah, paid by LAFC. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad I got to the bottom of that because I was, yeah. I was like, I, I never fully knew. And you but- said you weren't a journalist. There you go. <laughs> so I think something that people love about your calls and it, maybe it's just radio in general is that we get to hear a much more passionate uh, announcer take then sometimes, especially now with Apple TV, where we don't have local announcers, what do you think? What do you think is special about listening to a game like soccer on the radio? Because it's very stressful to listen to it on the radio. But I'm already feeling stressed out. So, I, what do you think draws people to it? Why do you think they they come and listen to you? Well, I think honestly, for me, and I've done television with soccer with Fox Sports for a number of years, doing European soccer and things. I think it's just. It's just so much, not easier necessarily, but it's easier for my passion to come out on the radio. You're not allowed, essentially, to be that passionate on TV, really. I was going to ask about that. Because I heard you... And and, and great announcers like that who give all that passion. But realistically, that's not really what you're supposed to do on television in a way. You're supposed to be so neutral. And, you know, I'm a local... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. 
It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Radio broadcaster. I know where my bread is buttered. I know people are listening all over the country now with technology and the games are often on Sirius XM and I get a lot of response around the country that way. And some of it's like, oh, you're such a homer. You know, you, you're terrible. That's the That's point. I, yeah, I know who, you know, I know who I'm broadcasting to and for, and I, I want the team to win. I don't care. I, I don't I make no bones about that. I'm not a journalist when I'm doing these games. That's not the point. No, we're supposed to entertain. It's entertainment, as you know, yeah. Travis. And as long as you're calling the game appropriately and you're not way too one side, you know, I mean, you don't want to be so ridiculous about it, but I'm trying to be passionate. The sport is built on passion. And if you can't be passionate while calling, you know, soccer where goals are hard to come by, let's be realistic. You, I mean, you're just not the right sport. You know, you got to just lay it out there. In my opinion, I got to give it as much as the players are giving it. And I like to finish a game. I like to finish a game really wrecked physically. If I'm being (laughs) honest, you know, Really, I mean that's just. I Do you have to be, stretch you know? beforehand. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm, I'm too out of shape for that. Uh, maybe mentally, but you know, I just I, I feel like I got to leave it all out there too. You know, and it's like, and I'm not trying to fake it by any means. I love soccer. I have for you know most of my adult life. Certainly, I grew up in a time when we didn't really follow the sport. If I'm being, I'm an older guy, so you know, I love it since I'm really since day one of MLS. Even a couple of years before then, when the World Cup was here in 1994, that's really how I got hooked. And I knew I was going to follow MLS from day one, so I love this game, you know. And if you can't, if you can't deliver that passion, the audience is going to hear that, and it's just not, it's not the same, in my opinion. Yeah. And for me, I will say this, Travis. For me, that's why I don't have a, a color commentator because I feel like if you lose that ball in your mind, listening to the radio for even ten seconds, it's hard to get it back, you know, as a listener. As a performer, you must have to turn your brain completely off because you're just you're like you have to describe everything as quickly and simply as possible. If you have yes. to think about it at all, I imagine the, it's it's gone. Like you have oh, to that's just where sort my of, errors come from. That's where my screw ups come from. No doubt about it. I think you're 100 percent right. And it's a good point. And it's something that kind of, you know, maybe I haven't really thought closely enough about, but you kind of gave me a light bulb moment there. Yeah, it's really like I have to kind of really shut that down. Because once I'm overthinking it, that's when trouble happens. There's an old, yeah. Darren and I both did um, improv comedy growing up. We don't like to talk about it. But when we, were, when we were in New York, we did improv at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. And that theater, their motto was don't think. And I always thought that that was a very helpful thing to to remember. Yeah. Like The minute you start thinking, it's over. You can't yeah, do it anymore. Over. By the way, um, I've never met a person who did improv that doesn't like to talk about it. So I don't, I don't know if I believe you there. <laughs> there there's, a, there's secret ones where we, we were embarrassed that we did. I, I wanted to say that I was listening to you. It wasn't the most recent game, but it was there was a home game. Maybe it was last week. I forget where it was, but I was listening to you through the Apple TV. And you said out loud, I hope VAR dies in a grease fire. And yeah, that, that made me laugh out loud harder than I've laughed in a very long time. I, you know, I've been thinking about so much. Well, you know, if anybody's listened to me for more than like three minutes, A, they know my whole backstory. And B, they know I hate VAR. It's just, yeah. the, you know, it's just awful. <laughs> I mean, and I look, MLS has implemented about as good as you can. They really have implemented VAR about as good as a soccer league can. But that's how much I hate it. 
Yeah. Because even with MLS doing it about as right as you can, it's still way off. It's still wrong for the sport, in my humble opinion. And, you know, that's all it is, is an opinion. I'm not going to change anybody's mind, I'm sure. But I just – I'll go back to it, Travis. This is a sport built on passion. We can't yeah. afford to lose passion waiting to go to a monitor for three minutes. And if it's that close of a call, what are we doing? You know, like I just yeah. – and I and I'm sorry I let that spill out of my call sometimes. I really no, I, do. I know two ways about that. But you know, what was why great not? though? What was great about it? And and it'll it, this sort of leads into my next question is like you're you are passionate and you want the team to win, but that also means that you're you're vocal when you feel like the team isn't giving it all they could or is struggling in ways mm-hmm. that we're not used to. It obviously has been a miserable few weeks for the team. It has not been the most fun time to be a fan of the team. I can't imagine it's been the most pleasurable time to call the team. In your opinion, besides rest, like Darren and I are dumb. That's what the point of this <laughs> thing is. We don't know anything about tactics. We're just guys who like storylines. We like the team. We like talking about the team. So if, as a smart person <laughs> who knows things, besides rest, what do you think the team needs to do to turn it around, you know, before if we can turn it around before League's Cup? Obviously, hopefully we'll turn it around by Tuesday. I think what I'm seeing is I think teams have a blueprint where they're starting to follow other teams. And what they're doing is it's basically, look, we know you're tired. Nobody's going to cry about that. You know, nobody in the league is going to give yeah. us any sympathy. So they're saying, we know you're tired, LAFC. We know that you like to score in ways that we're going to take away. Wing play, you know, the the goals through the wingers, maybe that overlapping where everybody can play up front in different positions. So to make it easier on us, we're just going to back off. We're just going to defend. And, you know, if you beat us 3-0 on some wickedly great goals, well, so be it. And we've done that plenty this year. But I just think teams are like, you know what? We can't really play our normal game. And and you're using the blueprint of teams who are just backing in, packing it up, and, and and making it difficult for us. And we are finding it tougher to score. We are finding it tougher to get leads. Once we get a lead, our defense has been you know pretty darn good this year. So for that's sure. not really a, an issue. But it's I think teams are just more willing to not uh, you know take too many chances. They also know that it, we're we're also going to be willing to give them the ball at times. So which is maybe a little bit more than what we did with Bob Bradley. I think Steve has a better game plan that way. To be honest, you can't always have the ball and just keep throwing numbers forward. you know. Yeah. And teams were trying to do that against us at times, and it wasn't going to ever work against us. And I think you know Steve's going to figure that out, but it also is down to the fact that he probably you know, has already figured that out, and then some. We're just, we are tired. And, I mean, it's the bottom line. We played almost 30 games this year. Yeah, it's and wild. It's, it, it is utterly crazy. But, you know, that comes with success, so I wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> you know, there's a reason you want to go to the Champions League final. Yeah, it might hurt you in the short term in MLS, but you got to the Champions League final and you yeah. won it, you know, so I'll take that every year. And I know everybody else would in the organization. You take your chances, but it, but it is a fact, you know, and that's nothing to be overlooked. It's hard for fans because we're not tired. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. Even though I put it all into a game, I'm not, it's yeah. not the same. You know, like, I'm pretty tired. I just started yeah. doing this. I don't, I don't know if I could sustain as long as you, Dave. This is, yeah, this is a lot of work. <laughs> I couldn't do, I couldn't do a game every day. I'll give you that. But, <laughs> You know, they, they, they are worn. And not only that, it's not even just the team in terms of the, you know, let's say we are completely healthy. Then you add the fact that nobody's ever completely healthy in an MLS season, maybe more so us than in a lot of other teams. We've been rocked with injuries, yeah. you know, people missing. So that adds up even more. And, you know, it just, it's going to be a rough stretch. I think there is light at the end of the tunnel. 
because you know once that July fifteenth game is done and it's another brutal stretch we're about to endure here, so it's not over yet. But once that July fifteenth is done, we do have that nice buy through the group stage of the League's Cup. Uh, again, it'll hit us like a hammer if we go far in the League's Cup because it's going to be every few days there in the knockout stage. But that's a big rest period there, <laughs> thankfully. Yeah. Yeah, and I, that's going to be key. I think if they can recover there and recover really well and be ready mentally and physically to win League's Cup, of course you want to, but it is a knockout you know, tournament. You never know. You, yeah. you, know, you, can, you can say it's one great team, have one bad game. But more importantly, physically, mentally, you're going to be ready to finish up the whole season after that too. And I think that rest period is going to be key. Get through these games any which way we can. Scrape, yeah. claw. Beg for points, whatever it takes. Own goal. I don't care how we get them. <laughs> you know what I mean, just grab as many points as you can, Travis, up until that game. It just, it feels like we have, you know, we've been dealing with this like intense clusterfuck of games for so long. And now we're walking into a game on Tuesday, unlimited rest in the Rose Bowl, which might be the biggest, the most attended game in MLS history. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be hot. And normally when we play the Galaxy, it feels like, you know, on paper, we've been the better team. So usually it seems like it matters more to them to win. The, not to say that we don't want to win, but it, it it is the most important game of the season to them. And we often have our, our aspirations a little higher. Yeah. That said, this game, it does feel like the pressure is on for us more so than I felt in a while for El Trafico, certainly since we won MLS Cup. Does this, does this El Trafico... In the face of all of this difficulty as a club, feel different to you than it, the even though the one we played in Carson earlier in the year? Yeah, I think you. I think you nailed it. Uh, I think there's always more pressure on the team that's struggling more. Now, that's not to say the Galaxy aren't struggling. They probably feel there's more pressure on them in this game yeah. <laughs> they need any any point they can scrap and claw and get. They thought they had three points, you know, in their most recent Oof, game. Of brutal. Before blowing that, so. Maybe it's equal pressure this time in a, in a weird sense because yeah. both teams – this is a six-pointer. As crazy as it sounds, not to say that because these two teams are so close in the standings, but all these Western Conference matchups, you know, it's not like we're up at 45 points or we're down where the Galaxy are. Dallas tightened it up after that win. You know, they tightened it up with us immediately. Vancouver, we beat Seattle. That was a huge, you know, win. And those things, these are six-pointers in the truest sense of the definition, even with the Galaxy because – if the Galaxy hit in the playoffs, I still believe it. I think they're too talented not to. I don't. I mean, maybe they won't just because they are such a mess. But if they get in, they can beat anybody. So these games. They almost it, beat us last year. It was absolutely. a crazy playoff game. Yeah, it was, a, it was the toughest playoff opponent. As crazy as it sounds, even the Philadelphia game, of course, turned out that way. But in terms of like, you know, going into it in the West, certainly that was the toughest opponent we For were going to sure. face. Everybody knew that. Even the Galaxy knew that realistically. I think they thought they could get to MLS Cup if they beat us. But, you know, we, we deserved to win. And we were the best team. But, you know, and we're the best team now, I mean, between these two teams. But that doesn't really mean anything. It's the pressures on both now. It's going to be interesting to see who handles that on that yeah. night. I don't know. You think it's probably going to be an LAFC kind of crowd. But then again, you know, it's probably going to be pretty split. I think the Galaxy are kind of over their crowd issues, if you will. <laughs> So it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be just a typical crazy game. I, oh, by also, the way, in front of eighty plus thousand people, you know. So 
there, I think there might be a little bit more cheeky play too after the Payaso incident, which I yeah. fully forgot about. Uh, yeah. But we, we might see it might get messy out. I mean, it always gets a little bit messy, but I don't feel like there's any love lost now after someone celebrated after scoring on our middle schools. Yeah, uh, players. Ricky, <laughs> you know, and that's funny because I do. I think Ricky Poo just bought into it. You know, a guy who go, goes up through Barcelona and sees, you know, Barcelona versus Atletico Madrid, Barcelona versus Real Madrid, Barcelona versus other teams, you know, Espanol, other teams that have big, you know, big games all the time. But I think he's bought in, you know, certainly yeah. he sees it now with, with this rivalry. And, uh, you know, look, there are worse things that a player could do than be super pumped up about scoring against us. We just have to realize that's just because we're the best and people are going to want to beat us no matter what, especially the Galaxy you know, we and, and the guys who are wearing our jersey. Look, that's our team. So it was a tough night, and you know, and the Galaxy deserved to win that particular game. But we need to look at it as let's get some revenge in this one, right? I mean, yeah. it's technically a home game for them. Let's go win a road game, which is tough to do in MLS. Any three points you can get on the road are just massive. Well, last question, and then I'll let you go. This. Do you feel more pressure when you have to call games like this? Is it do you does your prep change? Do you get nervous? How do you feel before an El Trafico? That's a good question. It does feel different. I'll say that. Uh, I get I get not like not nervous in terms of the performance every game, but I get like the nice butterflies before you know curtain goes up, if you will. If you if you're a theater person or something like that, <laughs> where you know what the play is about. Like you're comfortable with it, but yet you still have to go do it. And it's kind of fun that way. Like that, it's the good nervous, I like to call it. But with the LAC Galaxy games, there's also that added, like, I'm nervous about the game itself, too. Mm-hmm. So I have my nerves going, but then it's like you, you couple that with, wow, we got, you know, we've got to beat them. This is a rivalry. So it, it just adds that extra layer, which can get in the way sometimes for me. So I got to be careful of that. But yeah, I mean, I'm always a little nervous. Like my producer's always like laughing at me because I'm always like, oh boy, I'm just a little bit tense about this game coming in. We got to, he's like, you'll be fine. Just shut up. You know, you do this every game basically, Dave. And uh, thankfully they usually work out pretty well. And we've done well, of course, as a team as well. So yeah, I do get a little more on edge as you approach these kickoffs with the gallery. There's two ways about that. Or it feels like a playoff game every time. Let's put it that way, right? That's kind of what it feels like. Or a, almost like a Western conference final, not just a playoff game, but it feels like such a big game every time we play it. For sure. And I think that's why people like listening to you as well, because we feel that same anxiety. And when we're joyful, you get to share in that joy with us. Uh, I really Um, appreciate it. LAFC fans have been just unbelievable to me since day one. I love them. And, uh, you know, we're a big family. It, It sounds like a cliche, but it's the best, best organization I've been around in sports for, I've been around for 30 plus years doing it. So, yeah, it's just an unbelievable. The guys are all great. I don't say that lightly. That's not always the case when you cover teams, you know, in 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 professional sports. That's certainly not the case most of the time. I have I've not seen a bad guy playing for LAFC. It's just amazing, and that's always cool too. That's great. Well, if people want to listen or they want to follow you, where can they do both? Just remind them again. Well, thank you. Yeah, you can hit me up on Twitter. At Talk Soccer is my handle. So got that one a long time ago. At Talk Soccer. <laughs> and then, you know, if you want to do Instagram, I don't do tons on there, but it's just my name, Dave underscore Denholm as well. And uh, of course, you know, 710 ESPN and the ESPN LA app are where you get the games. And we'll see how long Twitter continues to work. We don't know <laughs> if it'll work on Tuesday. We'll see. Uh, through the uh, Instagram. I might have to start. Yeah, I might have to do more on it, I guess. But, uh. Well, thank you so much for being here. When we come back, we're going to make some bets. And we're back. 
Now it's time for a segment called Bet It and Forget It. Bet It and Forget It. Every week, except for last week, Travis and I end the show with a bet for this week's games. We make an outlandish prediction for the week, something that almost definitely will not happen, but could. Each week we both put up $5, and if no one hits, the money rolls over to the next week. Eventually, by the time someone's weird prediction comes true, they might win a good chunk of change. Neither of our bets cashed last time we did this, so our bet pool for this week is now $20, I believe. Travis, your bet last last time, I don't remember yours last time. Oh, it was. That was a Chiellini was header. Right. Uh, Chiellini almost scored over the weekend. The mm. My bet was that someone in the post game would mention our podcast. <laughs> oh, that's right. Did we even check for that? I mean, someone would have told us, right? Was, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm not going to watch that shit. It's so long. That was so sad. <laughs> it's just confirmation that you didn't like text Vince to try to convince him to do it to to cheat. Yeah, you know, I don't want to <laughs> cheat for these bets. I know how hard you are for how hard up for money you are, Darren. The, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, joking, but <laughs> um, I had a wonderful vacation. If you were wondering, uh, the, <laughs> I was. I, I did, and you took it as a as a. Uh, Passive aggressive insult. <laughs> Darren, I'm very confident in my bet this week. Whoa. And it's okay. not going to be goofy. I know that this is going to happen. And you might even tell me it's too likely. So we can, we can change it if you want. Okay. My bet for this week, and I'm very confident, Darren, okay. is a Ricky Pooge red card. Straight red. Ooh, not two I yellows. Straight red for Ricky Pooge. Is that too likely? Too likely? No. I mean, a red card in the game is unlikely. And it's straight red. It's straight red. It's not two yeah, yellows. Yeah. He's got, he does something that gets him a straight red. Yeah, I love it. My bet this week is that LAFC will win both games and will win both games by more than one goal. Okay. I like that because it makes me feel good. I don't like it because I'm sad that we're at a place where that's outlandish enough <laughs> to fit on this segment. I think earlier, even this this same season... I could have brought that up and you would have been like, what are you doing? That's every game. You, you could, I, I, but it's like, you know, two games in one week and you're basically saying there's going to be, we're going to have a goal differential of plus four over those two games, which is mm-hmm. when you say it like that sounds crazy. So it's not, uh, it's not that. Well, not, it's more than that. It's not an aggregate. It's, it's that it will be plus two both games. Each yeah, game. yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't I win think, six nothing and then right, lose right. You're two right. nothing. Well, we shall see, Darren. That is our show. Just a reminder, we'll be live streaming our post game call in show the morning after El Trafico at eleven AM and ten minutes after the final whistle on the following Saturday on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at happyfootsadfoot. There's a link in the show notes. Talk to us in the chat. If you want to call in to talk, you can join us on the show and party with us. Thank you to the voice of LAFC, Dave Denholm, for joining the show. Our theme music is done by the insane team of James Valentine, Nate Walcott, and Louis Palmer. Along with YouTube, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and maybe Facebook. And if you made it this far in the episode, chances are you're enjoying the show. And if that's true and you want to show your support, please consider becoming a friend of the foot for just $5 a month. Again, $5, much less than parking at a single LAFC game. You could do that at patreon.com slash happyfootsadfoot. Or if you don't want to become a subscriber, you could pick up some Hafo Sappho inspired merch by going to happyfootsadfootpod.com. Any of that support really goes a long way because Darren has a lot of debt. He's got to pay off. He's in a lot of debt. And some people Again, are really you're mad joking, at him. but... <laughs> 
There's some guys really mad at him. <laughs> I have a lot of drug-related deaths. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you at the Rose Bowl. I love you. I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. If you see us at the, the Rose, Rose Bowl, Bowl, come say hi. Bye. Oh, yeah. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 